We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the True Faith Podcast. I'm Alex Hurst, joined tonight by Andrew Bolland on the line, and we're here to preview Newcastle United versus Birmingham City and talk about other Newcastle United-associated things. Uh, we're going to have a Birmingham fan on very shortly, as is the way now on the preview show. Brought it out a little bit earlier for this for you this week, so uh, you know, gives us a couple of extra days be- well to keep the podcast relevant. Uh, as a few of you might have seen on Twitter, I was lucky enough today with a few other individuals, including aside from the podcast, to uh, spend about three and a half hours with Rafa at the training ground, just talking about football in Newcastle. Um, Obviously, a lot of the stuff, as usual, is off the record, but the things we can say, um, we will have a podcast out for you, hopefully Friday, if not over the weekend, uh, when me and Si will bring you that stuff. Jealous, Bolland? Yeah, definitely. I'm stuck in Liverpool, <laughs> not, meeting, not meeting Rafa. <laughs> no, there is a bloke at my, at my office whose daughter's going to school with Rafa Benitez, so. I think they're both at uni. Uh, well, they used to then. Oh, right. There's a story about that. Yeah. Anyway, six degrees of separation. There you go. Yeah, so there I'm you go. Rafa, yeah, you, you're, you're basically best friends from from that link alone. You and he. Yeah, I, I think Rafa would really like me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he likes me. He's he's because he's, you know he used to be a teacher. He talks about that a lot. I'm getting into Friday's podcast already. There's a little sneak preview for you, you listeners. Um, Bolland, we'll talk about Birmingham, but we can't help. Uh, talk about the fact that um, Paul Dummett and John Joe Shelby uh, will be playing against Birmingham, which is absolutely mental because Shelby's red card was probably warranted, and it's got to be unprecedented that uh, that the FA who do you remember when Kabai got banned against Brighton for like like turning his boot at the slightest angle near some near another player while on the ground didn't touch the player, we didn't get that over overturned. Yet the FA have basically said this ref has fucked up so badly in the match that we're just going to have to undo everything he's done. Is that how you see it? Yeah, pretty much. And that's the sort of that's the sort of thing which happens when you've got someone like Rafa in charge as well. That's <laughs> like, isn't it though? Like you can imagine, like Fergie, this sort of thing Fergie would get away with, like just like ah, uh, we've lost. We've had two players that off, probably deservedly so, but we've, we've lost. And we're going to win the title, <laughs> and the FA just steps in and goes, well, all right. The other thing is, well, we're biggest draw in the championship, and you don't want you don't want the best players out of these games, do you? Because who's going to, you know, I mean, people are still tuning in to see Newcastle, but they're not seeing Shelby. Some people might not want to. So, uh, you know, it's a dubious decision, but I think it's ultimately the right
the correct decision because no triple punishment. Um, Lansley's. If I'm going to pick out the two of them, Dummett's getting overturned is probably the more disappointing because I was looking forward to him having to play someone who isn't Paul Dummett. Oh, that's harsh on Dummett. I think Dummett's been. Dummett's been good, good recently. I've I certainly missed him um, in the Blackburn game, um, and also Paul did come to last night's Gallagher flags quiz. So, Paul, oh, so now he's your best. Now he's your best. I, mate. I take so it all back. I take Paul it all back. You know, to be fair, I've been, I've, been, I've said he's been good this season. He had, a, he had a slow start, but I think under Rafa, you, you can see him getting better and better. And, and let's be fair, he's he delivers a good ball. He's a couple of assists from crosses, and he was a miss against um, Holland, Blackburn. So. Full credit to Paul I would, have, you know, I would have liked to have seen that. But it was a good opportunity to get Lazar playing a couple of games, see what he's made of. Haidara's yeah. uh, back in as well, you know. Yeah, he's well, a we, On this podcast, me and you have discussed numerous occasions that we would love to see a more attacking left back. Yeah. Um, you know, Paul Dummett being suspended would have been a great opportunity for that. So. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I also. He's a good player, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, I may as well talk about it. Gotta get flags quiz last night. Thanks to everybody who came. 170 people turned up. It was when when we started planning it and I set it up. Um, I just didn't even dream that would that would have such a good night and raise so much money. It was kind of a we hoped to raise 500 quid, maybe. That was the plan. Um, we re- we ended up raising 1700. Um, thanks to everybody who came. Everyone seemed to enjoy it. Um, I've I've already thanked everyone on social media, so I don't need to waste people's time by doing it again but I will quickly thanks like Martin Hardy uh, Liz Luff um, everyone who came asked questions Steve Wraith um, you know Matthew Ray's back did an absolutely fantastic job uh, asking the questions absolutely brilliant uh, he, he, he helped us out short notice um, you know thanks to uh, Michael Walker um, we'll be doing a podcast with Michael soon and just basically Nine Bar Wendy Taylor and everyone who made it and it sounds like an awards like acceptance speech here I haven't won anything yeah. I haven't achieved anything really just 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 organised a quid night with some other people um, but yeah we are, we're really grateful and the 700 quid were raised will definitely pay for one massive surfer flag um, at St James's Park and we're in dialogue with the club um, about how big they'll let us have it so uh, massively grateful to everybody who came along everyone who retweeted spread the word and we will probably because of the success of it and we've had so many people asking us about it we'll probably hold another one um, before the end of the season or at the end of the season rather than just making a, a once a year thing we'll do it twice a year so that's my piece done about the Gallagher Flags quiz um, what, why were we talking about that ball and Paul Dummett we're talking about Paul Dummett red cards are returned didn't thank Paul or Matt for coming <laughs> Oh, there, someone said a, a funny comment like Paul probably came thinking he'd have, be able to have a couple of pints because <laughs> he was supposed to be off <laughs> off at the weekend and then he's uh, like literally like that it was like 5 o'clock yesterday wasn't it when the news broke that the FA had, um, had turned uh, turned both suspensions over uh, Bolland we're going to talk about Birmingham later on with, uh, with the Birmingham fan who's on but uh where, where do you see us at the moment going into a run of fixtures which include Burton 19th or something Wigan 23rd uh, Forest bottom 6 shite oh man that was this is radio so I'll have to cut that out um, and uh, Blackburn so it's a little run of games there including Birmingham at home are you, are you, is it, I mean are you, you're normally very optimistic about Newcastle's chances do you think this is us going to be back in the saddle yeah we've had a little blip but I think those are really easy games I mean, Forest at home I think will smash them like revenge definite definite revenge for them um, but in 
should be easy. Like, especially with having the interesting thing still to come could be whether Shelby gets the suspension for his alleged misdemeanour. That could that could be a slight hiccup for us because I still don't think we've got anyone else in that midfield engine room that can uh, be like the creative spark that he is. But having said that, those are some pretty poor teams. I was going to use another word there, but if it does have to go on the radio, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah. That goal difference that goal difference will start racking up. Yeah. But I won't predict any scores because every time I do we'll get beat. You do you, any time you predict Newcastle to win comfortably, we are beaten. <laughs> uh yeah. so less of that. Um one one thing I can reveal Rafa did say today, um, and unfortunately for you, Bolland, you've got to put up with me like in the next like ten podcasts going where well Rafa said. Um is that how how happy he was that we were doing so well? I mean that that's that sounds obvious. <laughs> He's obviously going to be somewhat pleased by <laughs> by the positive start, but the fact that we're ahead of Brighton, if you look at Brighton's record, lost one or two games, um, you know, really good record, yet we're we're still ahead of them despite what difficult week we've made the League Cup quarter final, the whole squad is contributing. Um you know, the Blackburn game, there's there's reasons for that. The changes were fine. Mitrovic, I've already slated him enough. We'll not go back into that. Um, if Dwight Gale plays that game against Blackburn, I'm convinced we'll win the game comfortably. And I think it'll be the same on Saturday. All I would say, Bolland, get your thoughts on it. Um, Birmingham play with two up front. Two big lads. Very direct. Good offset pieces. And we only tend to concede goals from crosses or set pieces. So are you, are you worried at all by how direct they are? No. <laughs> why, why, would I, why would I be worried for a much better side than them um, we've already discussed previous times that the way to beat Newcastle is to press like Rotherham we're just we're dead director that uh, place Birmingham obviously a much better side than Rotherham but they start just lumping balls up but you'd back here and Clark and ourselves to just just deal with it wouldn't you they're both pretty in the air uh, neither of them are particularly weak so them sticking to up front um, maybe I think I think Clayton Donaldson um, is 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 a threat. The the the, the, the one of these teams that direct that obviously carry a counter attacking threat. I don't see them. I don't know. It's a hard one. I don't see them pushing and and doing what you have to do to beat Newcastle um, because of that directness. Because they like to get the ball forward so quickly. Um, if if they basically do what we say that team should do, and Blackburn did it, and Wolves did it. Make make the game be played in that middle third of the pitch. You could leave space in behind your own centre backs and space in behind our centre backs, and it encourages the mistake because as soon as we obviously we're the team that has to um, control the direction of the game, push a lot more than Birmingham will for a for a, uh, to create chances, more chances were us given the ball away, be out of position, etc. That's the template which we've talked about, and Blackburn did that very well to an extent. We beat ourselves a little bit there, but. Um, I think that Birmingham, with the, the fact that they're, they're, I mean, Blackburn were long ball, but Birmingham are so direct. They just they want to get that ball in the box, like with their long throws. They want to get, um, you know, they want to win second balls. They get men men around Donaldson. I don't really think that, um, you know, strategy will will play into their into Birmingham's hands in terms of how they play. Not that I've seen Birmingham play lo- loads like, but uh, I'm not so sure. I'm a little bit worried about. Um, about the directness of it and I think the fact that 
Blackburn especially, if Hayden plays, and Hayden was excellent at Forest, um, and good at Hull, but that Blackburn game, Hayden was really poor because he, yes, yes, we need someone um, picking up that second ball from when we're when when Birmingham hoy the ball forwards, but we don't need two men. We don't need Shelby and Hayden creating a massive gap of space in the midfield because they're both trying to pick the ball up from deep positions. So I'm, I'm sure Rafa will be on it, and I'm I'm maybe looking for reasons to <laughs> to fear here. But Birmingham um, until last weekend's absolutely mental three 0 home defeat to Barnsley. I've I've no idea what happened there. <laughs> we'll ask the lad later on. Uh, I agree with you, Bolland. It should be a straightforward three points. Um, any any team changes for you? Do you think that the the, the team that started against Forest plays Bar maybe call back in for Hayden? Yeah, I think Callback comes back in. And did he? And he started against Forest as well. He, he came on. He yeah. came on for Perez. Diarme or Perez? Ah, uh, Diarme. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't like either of them, if I'm honest. But, um, Perez is too hit and miss. From game to game, and from like, minute to minute as well. It's just not worth, it's just not but, worth it. Perez, is, if we play Perez, we may as well just play 4-4-2. Like, we see, we're seriously, like, he's, he's that in, he lacks influence so much that he may as well just play up front and get in the box and do what he's good at. Um... So I don't know. I think I think he might start Perez because he had to bring her off at half time against Forest. He's had a bit of a weak run, so I think I'd love to see Diarme start and have a good game and and kind of prove some of the doubters wrong. I thought he was excellent at home, Diarme. Um, so yeah, that's it really. And I mean, after, after the back of a, a few poor results, you'd imagine Rafa might just go back to the team that served him so well for so much of that run that yeah. we had. I mean, it's, games a, it's another three game week, isn't it? Yeah, it's another three game week at Wiggins on Tuesday Wednesday. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I think I I think you'll go back revert back to type nine the army of the army will start. Yeah. Yeah, you're not making it back for this one, are you? I'm not, uh, <laughs> nice reminder. Yeah. No, you you'll you'll be Miss Bollins, as usual. Um no, uh, the only game I've seen as good this year has been Wolves, so Oh, right. Quite well. So it doesn't bode well. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think with Wigan on the on the Wednesday, and you know, Wigan and Burton are, are two teams that you know. I'm not trying to offend anyone here. Not that any Wigan or, or Burton fans listen to this, but I'd imagine they'll both go down <laughs> based on current form. Not that Wigan have any fans either. <laughs> <laughs> um, I imagine they'll go down. Um, so. That's that's for Newcastle United away from home under Rafa Benitez and the form we've showed, um, that six points isn't it? I'd be very surprised. I'm much more concerned these days about home games than I am about away games. We're, we're so dominant and comfortable away from home. Even we had nine men against Forest and we're still the better team. <laughs> um, uh, so, but uh, th- this would be a great one to win. To win, you know, if and, uh, if I'm presuming Wigan and Burton are both victories and we'll win tomorrow, that's three wins in a row. I don't back Redden or Brighton to win three games on the bounce, so we'll be extending that lead again. And obviously, with the fact that we dropped points last weekend again, and like none of the te- the clubs gained any, <laughs> like gained any serious uh, ground on us. 
was uh, uh, Brighton are a point behind us, aren't they? Brighton are a point, but Redden got beat. Leeds moved up into third, I think. Um, just loads of clubs who like, we, we are much much better than um, in, in every aspect, not just the the, the first team. But uh, I can see. The thing that's slightly worrying about it though, is that Brighton don't lose games, and we. But the draw lot though, the draw, the draw lot of games. Yeah. But we don't draw any games. We yeah, no, we'll win. Season. <laughs> we'll win. Like, yeah. You know, um, you know what? You know, there's there's a simple fact at the moment. We get you get all these, and I'll say it, stupid Newcastle fans. We only lost five games last time. Blah blah blah. It's it's totally irrelevant to what happened last time. We're we're, we're not we're, we're not competing in the championship 2009-10. And you get you get fans of other clubs say the same. Oh, Newcastle are rubbish. Really, like, have a look at who's won the most games, because the team that wins the most games tends to win the league. And we have won the most games. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, well, you say that, but we're in a position at the minute where Brighton are only a point off us, and we do we do lose games, and they they don't. Really. Yeah, but then how come we're a point ahead of them? Mm, no, yeah, <laughs> no, we're edging it. You'd like to think it would be a bit. Well, it might be more comfortable after these next run of games, but you'd like it to be more comfortable than a point. Yeah. Listen, Bolland, I wish we were twenty five points clear. I do. <laughs> I'll not deny it. <laughs> um, but you know, it's a, it's a it's a process. I mean, I have no doubt. By the way, if we say we'd lost to Cheltenham or Wolves or um, Preston in the cup, Cheltenham, yes, all oh, right, yeah, all right. <laughs> um, well, I probably won another another one of those games you sacked off, mate. Um, like if we'd have lost those games and we hadn't we hadn't had Hull to play in the in the quarterfinal, I think we beat Blackburn. I think he puts out his first team and we beat them comfortably three one. Or something like that, and for years, Newcastle fans have said, "Why don't we take the cup seriously? Why don't the players care? Why don't the club care? Why don't the coaches care?" Well, you saw the reaction. Oh, well, he went there. <laughs> um, we saw the reaction at Hull of, of the fans, of the players, of the coaching staff at losing that game, and I'm sure everyone's moved on from it. But that was a, a club that were trying to win that trophy, and that was fantastic. And you know what? I'll I'll take being a little bit imperfect in the league and still being top and losing a couple of games to. Um, pying off all the cup competitions and not dreaming of Wembley in European football next year um, even though it's it's unlikely um, Bir- Birmingham in the cup is such a Birmingham away is such a stinking draw isn't it St Andrews is absolutely minging <laughs> yeah. like oh, this guy's coming on with me but it's one of the worst stadiums I've ever been to it's just wrong <laughs> reminds me of 2007 yeah, and when when it burned, I was at the match third round. I think it was eighteen, so t- yeah, ten years ago. Bloody hell! Um, and we we'd relegated Birmingham that like the previous May when Steve Bruce took them down, and some of our fans were two one up against. So I think I think Birmingham took the lead. The lead, they got a man sent off. Um, Mario, I don't know who it was, but they got a man sent off, and uh, we, we went two one up. And in the ninety third minute, our fans were singing like. We sent you down. We've knocked you out. Um, they then equalised in the ninety fourth minute and beat with five one at St James's. <laughs> if that's what, if yeah. that's not karma, I don't know what is. Same hundred was my first first away ever. Really, which one? Yeah, that was that was that was the year we sent them down. Nils each. Alcohol patter coach or back page? Uh, alcohol patter coach. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Be yeah. Right, I think that just about does it for this part of the show. So, 
If you bear with us a second, we will bring in our Birmingham fan shortly. So we're delighted to be joined now by uh, Kane, a Birmingham City fan who will be travelling to the match this weekend uh, with St James's. So Kane, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, is no this is it, have you done many away games this season, or is this your first? Yeah, uh, I've done a few. I went to Fulham, uh, Leeds, uh, Reading a while, and a Tuesday night. Right. But, uh, I haven't gone to as many this season compared to last. I've recently gone to university, so haven't been able to go to as many, unfortunately. Oh well, in my when I was at university, Newcastle got relegated, and I went every single away game pretty much. So you'll probably have a, be- yeah. a better year than me. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so how how does this game rank for Birmingham fans? I, I noticed you've sold the maximum number of tickets, which is three thousand two hundred. So is this quite a yeah. a big game for you, lads? Yeah, it's, it's a huge game. Uh, Newcastle, James Park, big stadium, uh, big club. Uh, be interesting obviously it'll be good you know 50,000 probably as you get every other week at St James's Park which is impressive but yeah uh, I think the game sold out really quickly quicker than usual anyway I mean um, I think it sold out well near enough sold out about two weeks ago Yeah. so it shows the enormity in terms of you know, it's quite a long trip up so huh. yeah we know how important it is and it's, it's, it's good as well because uh, against the better sides like yourself we tend to play well we get decent results. We did last season, and yeah, uh, we're going up to Newcastle. Optimistic of getting the results. To be fair. So. No, that's the way you want it. I, I've got to, I've got to pull you up on something there. It's funny you think uh, Newcastle's a long journey because Birmingham for us is like is like a reasonable one. <laughs> like yeah, not, well, not that far. Yeah, for us. It's you guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um, um, have you have you been up here before? Is it your first trip to St James? No, uh, yeah, it's my first trip up. Yeah, yeah, first one. Yeah, we were just talking there before you came on air about because um, what we've drawn you in the cup, obviously. Um, yeah. And we're, we're, I, I was at I was at St Andrews the last time you got a last minute equaliser uh, with ten men in in two thousand seven. Then came up here under Steve Bruce as a championship team and won, and won five one. Yeah, yeah. That was it. I think it was about thirty Birmingham fans there. So you have a few really? more this weekend. Yeah, because it was on telly on a Monday night or something. I remember that. Yeah, that was in the year. It was in the cup, weren't it? Yeah. I was in the championship as well. Yeah. So, what, what what happened last weekend? I'm not sure. Um, I didn't get down myself, but I heard it was pretty dismal. Um, well, it, it was a strange one. We don't tend to play well against the lowest numbers. That was what let us down last season. Uh, you know, we didn't get the results we needed to against the lower sides. We were good against the better sides. But we, we can't. And sometimes we have, we have slip-ups at home. It's hard, but we haven't really got a good good record against Barnes. I think that did us 5-0 under Lee Clark uh, two, two years two three years ago and they've come here real again but uh, I don't know it's, it's a weird one uh, but yeah we've, we've got to move on from that you know we've got huge game on Saturday and you know it's, I hope it's not fresh in our minds because um, if it is then we're in for a, a chance on Saturday I think yeah and all three goals I think if I remember correctly were conceded from set pieces is that have you struggled from set pieces this season, or was that just a total fluke? Yeah, no, not not really, no. Uh, but tr- from our perspective, we're not very good from set pieces. Um, we've got David Cottrell on the dead ball, but you know, he probably he, one in ten he probably gets on target. The rest fly over the bar. But yeah, set pieces now there's not really anything to us offensively or defensively. To be fair, so right, no, well. it's, it's just a weird one. It's just a bad day in the office, I think. We we only concede to crosses or set pieces, so I hope you I hope yeah, you, like, you lads are meeting <laughs> in form this weekend because we just don't concede goals from open play pretty much. 
they were, yeah. were, were not the best at defending there. Or I wouldn't say that, but we've we'll conceded a few goals actually, uh, which has been mm. a bit frustrating. What what uh, Birmingham have been doing very well this season, and a lot of Newcastle fans were and, and still will be expecting a really tough game. Um, but the 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 weekend result for you has kind of uh, you know taken on any Newcastle fans by surprise. What what constitutes a good season for Birmingham City, and has that changed at all as the season's gone on, or are you are you performing as expected? Well. We've had, um, under Rowett, we've had two consecutive 7th place finishes. I think we've, they've been identical. With the, we've finished on 60 points uh, the last two seasons. Uh, but, yeah, I think if, if any improvement, I think I'd love to say we'd be get around to the top six, but with clubs spending the amount that they are around us, you know, look at yourselves. You, you could spend 12, how much do you pay for sales? Is it 12 million or something? Yeah, 12 million for Richie, 10 million for Gale. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, if you look at that in terms of us, yeah, even like it's, it's, it's yeah, we can't justify that. But yeah, financially we're not up there with, with the big with the big boys. But we've got a decent, uh, coherent side. Uh, Rowett, that's what we're good at. And um, yeah, I think I think uh, it's a tough one. I think a top top eight finish would be good. Uh, yeah, if we if as long as we come in front of Villa as well, <laughs> that'd be nice. But um, yeah, as long as we can defeat where we've been positioned the last two seasons, I think it's another successful season. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you, if you know this, but but a lot of Newcastle fans, myself included, um, I, I, I hate uh, more than any other club in the country, more than Sunderland. <laughs> so uh, I also yeah. hope Birmingham finish above Villa or Vile, as we call them. Um, so, Bolland, have you got any questions for Kane before I come back to him? Uh, I just going to ask one. What's going on with the ownership situation at the minute, Birmingham? Because there's obviously yeah. like a Thai guy took over and then he got sent to jail. Yeah, yeah, uh, well. Like, sorry, go on. Yeah, well, Carson Young, he was in charge, I think he took charge in uh, 2010 in the Prem, um, promised a load of money, which which wasn't there. Uh, yeah, false promises, really. But we, under him, it was quite successful in the Prem, you know. We won the Cup, finished ninth for season four. And then obviously we got relegated, which was, uh, wasn't good at all. It was horrible. But um, yeah, we, 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 we appointed Hewton, Lee Clark, we missed out on promotion narrowly under him, uh, survived relegation by the skin of our teeth. Um, yeah, it, it's been pretty pretty dull. Yeah, I'm glad he's gone now, though. He's gone. I mean, we had a two year exclusivity period with a firm from China, um, Trillion Trophy Asia. Uh, they took over, I think it was the 17th of October, after the two-year deal. Um, so, yeah, they've come in. Uh, we've got the chief, uh, I think it's our club director, Panos Blavakis. Uh, he's been exceptional for us. Um, he's kind of steadied the ship financially in business terms as well. So, yeah, it's, to- it's looking up, it's looking up, it's getting a bit better. But um, I, think, I think we've been promised something like 13 million to spend. In January, so 13 million uh, compared to what we've had in recent years is, is a significant amount of money. So, um, yeah, I think that's all tidied up now. Uh, start to build on what we've already got. Uh, that's good. How are the gates sort of holding up at St Andrews as well? Many people will come. Stayed, stayed away whilst it's been a little bit of turmoil, or yeah, still too well. It, that, that's what they said that. People saying the boycotting the game and stuff, you know, tendency drops. Soon we get. 17,000, 18,000 a game now, which is lower than we, we should be getting, really, in terms of where we are in the league. 
But yeah, I, I don't think there's any reason for us and fans to stay away now. It's a new dawn for good. And uh, I think we've, you know, if we get to get 23,000 there a game, you'll notice that our, our home form will pick up again. So, yeah, I mean, as well, we've only had two defeats at home this season, one to Wolves, one to Barnsley last week. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one, but I hope they get down there and support us towards the end of the season. Yeah, I mean... Bolling, I don't know if you're moving your headphones a lot, but there's there's a noise coming across. Um, but we'll we'll, we'll crack on. Um, uh, so Rowett is obviously people talk about Gary Rowett is 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 one of the best young English managers. Is are, are you worried about about losing him to a Premier League side, or or do you think he's at Birmingham for the long haul? Um, I'm a, I'm a little bit worried. We've um he's been linked with Hull, um, Derby, who he played for. Um, but yeah, he's, he's obviously the young, bright English manager. Uh, he's going to be hot property. He's worked his way up through the through the league from Burton to us, and he's really impressive. He, he knows he, he's clever, he's tactical, um, and yeah, he knows what he knows what our strengths are, and he, and he plays to that. I mean, we're a hard unit to break down, and quite athletic. We like to counter attack, and um, yeah, especially away from home, we're really good. Um, but yeah, I am a bit worried to be honest. Um, I, I could see him moving in the near future, unfortunately. But for now, you know, I hope he can get some good results under him, and I hope he stays. I mean, he signed a new contract I think last summer, uh, but I don't know how much that means or what the significance of it is. He could still move on. Yeah, you might just get a yeah, few more quid if he goes. <laughs> exactly, a bit more compensation. But yeah, it depends. It depends how this season plans out for us. It depends how much. Um, the new owners are willing to invest and if they do invest then you might think yeah um, I'm, here for, I'm here for the long haul but you know Rowett knows the size of Birmingham City uh, yeah he really appreciates the club he played here for a few a couple of years and yeah the fans really touched him and he's touched the club even more than he has before so oh, yeah I hope he does I really do yeah and uh, yeah. finally do you want to give us a, a honest prediction of how you see Saturday going and why Oh well. Um, well, personally, I'll, I'll take a point uh, as long as we get a result. I'll take that. But uh, if you'd have told me after the Forest game, you know, Shelby got sent off. I've seen that recently got rescinded. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm a dummy. You know, this is a man who, who played for England last year and he was starting games. So if you look at it from that, you, you know, you've got options. Um, it's gonna be tough for us. But as I say. Uh, you've got a lot of attacking options. You'll be going forward. You'll be trying to get a result after you know losing two one at Forest. And so will we, I think. But if you do that, then there's no reason why we can't counter attack you and uh, do what we do well. So yeah, I think I think I'm going to go for one 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 one. That's what I'll go for. Yeah. Oh well, I hope yeah. I hope that's not the case. But it wouldn't be the worst result in the world for Newcastle because we've got some <laughs> some winning winnable fixtures coming up. Um, yeah. And uh, I just want to say, enjoy enjoy your day on Saturday. Um, we're, we're biased, but Newcastle's a cracking city. Uh, lots to do yep. on the ground. The ground's right in the city centre, and um, hopefully we can speak to you later on in the season uh, for the yep. weekend fixture. Yeah, no worries. Cheers, thank you. Cheers. Thanks very much. Cheers, bud. Cheers. Cheers. So that was Kane there. Thanks very much to Kane for coming on. Bolland. Uh Kane reckons yep. ones each. Any, any chance for Birmingham ones each, or are you going to go 7-0 Newcastle again? 
Show me today. Um, he's shown me a lot of Birmingham City clips on the computer and stuff like that. So he, it looks like he's got a pretty, as he always would, a pretty good plan um, to, to to counter to counter Birmingham's counter style away from home. Um, and I think I think the players and the crowd will be up for it after the disgrace of last Friday and the referee doing what he did. Um, so I'm going to go for a very bog, similar to a few of the other home games. I'm going to go for three one. Newcastle. Um, this has been True Faith Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we'll have a. We'll. We'll hopefully me and Sai will get the Rafa Benitez podcast out uh, Friday this week. Um, like I said, we'll talk about as much as what we're allowed to on the record, um, and we will have a podcast out for you. Well, about an hour or so after the Birmingham game on uh, on Saturday. Follow us on la- online on Twitter at TF Weekly Pod. Um, and if you like the show leave us a review on iTunes 33 if you have already and we're massively grateful so uh, lads thanks for your time and uh, thanks for listening whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top notch performance that's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.